0: I, I think this person is, like, like to equate uh, someone who is trans with someone who is, like, a vigilante uh, and, like, uses a false name is just insane. It is insane to me.
1: Here's the thing. I'm going to hop in. My new headcanon is that the next villain that Batman faces, because I love that interpretation, is going to be just a, a transphobic supervillain named the Silver Turfer. And he's going to be <laughs> someone where his main problem with superheroes is he's going to be like, oh, yeah, Batman, you uh you go by Batman, but... Bet that's uh not what it says on your fing birth certificate. <laughs> Is it Batman? <laughs> and it's like, oh Batman, you wanna use the you wanna use the bath the bathroom of a man and yet you half bat, you fing lib? We got we got the silver turfer and we have transphobic Vegeta. <laughs> our, our new hit characters on ProTocas <laughs> Anime Club. <laughs> everybody, I'm Pax. I'm Hal. And this is Bro Talk, who's the show where two guys who love anime do a deep dive on what is and isn't worth watching. We believe you don't need a major in anime studies to enjoy this wild, beautiful, strange art form, and we are lucky to have you on this journey with us. Today, we are joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the infinite educator, the great teacher Onizuko-ass motherfucker himself... Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Martinez is a uh, Japan-based teacher and lovely human being, one of the kindest people I have ever met, and one of the greatest homies in the universe. Nick, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great. It's nice to be here, Pax, Hal. Thank you for yeah. inviting me onto this uh, podcast.
0: Oh my, Of course, Nick, of yeah. course. We were so excited. So so Pax approaches me one day and was like, yo, Hal, so um, I know we're talking about new episode ideas. I know we're talking about, you know, what are the Brotakus up to next? And he was like, yo, I have a homie. In Japan right now. And I was like, shut up. No, you don't, Pax. You're a liar. And And I said,
1: man, I got bitches in Japan. I got Mm. bitches in Taiwan, (laughs) bitches in Paris. I am Mr. Worldwide Pitbull in the flesh.
0: Absolutely. And so I was like, well, who is this? Who is this homie in Japan? And he was just like, yo, my homie Nick in Japan. He's a teacher. He's a hottie. He's a badass. He's multilingual. He's incredible. And I was like, yo, let's have him on the show. So of course. But first of all, Nick, what time is it right now? in Japan.
2: 9.15? 9.14?
0: 9.15. So for all of you uh, watching right now, there is a 14 hour time difference. So scheduling this episode was a time and a half. It was a fun barrel of monkeys that we got to go through. So right now it is 7.16 officially here in the Hudson Valley of New York. And uh, we are so hyped to be having this time span difference across the world right now
1: absolutely absolutely so uh coming into it today we actually have uh a lil some something in the brotaku's uh news corner news update news alert <laughs> and uh this is related to the great uh the, the the great art form of anime and for this you know uh Nick, I've never I've never met a Japanese person before, and so it's great to have you on the podcast as our first Japanese person that I've heard of. Um, <laughs> actually, not everybody watches the video thing. Uh, Nicholas Martinez is not a Japanese person. No, not Japanese. <laughs> He's not a Japanese person. No. But he is slightly Japanese lingual and that's yes. all we need to get your two cents here. So um the the title of this, it's from uh from comicbook.com. It is a Toei animation earns backlash after refusing labor talks with LGBTQ union rep. And so uh, Toy animation, uh, their animators have a uh, a union and there are several unions associated with uh, the industry over there. We support unionization. we are big on workers rights. we are big on the holiness of labor, own the product of your own you know effort. We love that here on Brotakus Brotaku's mm-hmm. People's Republic of, of uh, <clears throat> communism. And this is very important. The whole, uh, LGBTQ union rep, because, um, we, we've only had gay people on the podcast. All of our listeners, I don't know is if you know right? this, but yeah, yeah, only gay people, only gay hosts. If yeah, you listened, yeah, 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 you're gay. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, it, this it, it turns you gay. It's like the frogs. It's the like we feeding the frogs to turn them gay. <laughs> so all our fellow Sigma Alpha omnicron males, Decepticon males, out, males here, out there, Decepticon males here are here for this little update. So Toy Animation has found itself in hot water with fans around the globe over a controversial labor dispute, and this is some of the biggest bullshit I've ever had. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this out, and we want some reactions from the crowd today. So um. Its global reputation has taken a hit after Yahoo News reported on Toei Animation's refusal to do lo- uh, labor negotiations with the local union. The refusal was set forward as Toei accused the union's representative of using a false name after being informed the spokesperson went by a name that better suited their gender identity. And so I thought at first, oh, a, a, false, um, a, a false name. Is this someone who's in the witness protection program? Is this somebody who is, you know, pretending to be somebody else or pretending to be their, their own evil brother with a mustache? Nope. It's just a trans person. So mm-hmm. according to the Anime News Network, the representative was accused of using a false name during labor negotiations. The union rep identifies as um, ex-gender, meaning they're neither male nor female. And I need a little, a little bit of an update or correction on this article. That's just Japan's kind of like third gender category. You can have X on some of your government documents if you jump through the uh, proper loopholes. It's difficult, but you can get it. Um, in light of this revelation, Toei sent the union a letter, which dead names the representative and accuses them of majorly damaging the relationship of trust between Toei Animation and the labor union. Uh, so, initial responses. That's <laughs> initial so the-
0: responses. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot to take in. And, and the reason that it's a lot to take in, it would be like the way that Tony Animation is describing this. Imagine yeah. like going into a negotiation room and Bruce Wayne is in the room. Right? And then you, like, you do your do your deal, you find out, you get a Batmobile and then you're like, weird, this kind of looks like Batman's car. And then you're like, oh my god, Bruce Wayne is Batman! <laughs> and, and it kind of sounds to me like that's what you're saying, like, how could he do this? How could he lie to us? He's actually Batman? But it's Bruce Wayne and same- ah! And so, like, that's kind of what I'm picturing Toei Animation, like, finding this person's name and then being like, wait a sec, that's not the name that I heard in the room. What's going on here? Uh, so... I, I think this person is, like, like to equate uh, someone who is trans with someone who is, like, a vigilante and, like, uses a false name is just insane. It is insane to me.
1: Here's the thing. I'm going to hop in. My new headcanon is that the next villain that Batman faces, because I love that interpretation, is going to be just a, a transphobic supervillain named the Silver Turfer. And he's going to be <laughs> someone where his main problem with superheroes is he's going to be like, oh, yeah, Batman, you uh, you go by Batman, but... Bet that's uh, not what it says on your fucking birth certificate, is it, Batman? (laughs) It's like, oh, Batman, you want to use the you want to use the bath the bathroom of a man, and yet you half bat, you fucking lib. Are we, are we encouraging the breeding of the genders now? Just, just someone who has like uh, the object permanence yes. version of words, like object and permanence, but with words who just cannot understand like, oh, Superman. Mm. And yet you're not a man. You're an alien. What the fuck is going on with the lips? <laughs>
0: like Nick, um, Nick, what are your thoughts? Jesus Nick N, N, what are your thoughts?
2: Uh, my thoughts is that I've actually experienced something like this before in Japan, and I know other people have experienced stuff. Not with the uh, different communities and the gender differences and stuff like that, but like names on documents is a huge deal in Japan. I've had people get really fucked over because the wrong name is on the wrong document and it doesn't matter anymore. Or even your first name and your last Mm. name are switched and you have to go jump through hoops to try and fix that shit.
0: How does that happen? Does someone like go in and be like, (laughs) I'm gonna go through all someone's birth certificates?
1: And I am the Silver Surfer. Returns again. They're gonna think they're all friends. Like having like, so like, so people's should-
0: first names and last names, and like being able to inherit all of their estate because of it. No, 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 <laughs> like- no.
2: Like it's mostly a problem for like foreigners, like me. Like so, Nicholas Martinez, mm-hmm. and then Martinez Nicholas, and because like in Japan, your family name usually goes first, and then your like first name would go last. Okay. Sometimes they just don't know the difference between the two, so they switch them. So I had a big problem trying to find like my bank details when I first moved here because I was telling them like my, my family name first and then my last my my first name last. Uh-huh. Like you would do it in an official document. Yes. But they just had it switched. Mm-hmm. And because of that they could not find my documents easily.
0: S- so Okay, mm. okay, gotcha. So it was just an, an assumption on their part being like, oh, well, he said this name first, so uh, obviously yeah. it should be the other way. He's just he's just dumb. We'll fix dumb it foreigner. for him. It's good. Um, and then you're like, hey, I literally can't access any of my monies. What do I do? And they're like, yeah. oh, who are you? Martinez Nicholas? Mm-hmm. Is this you? Because that's not mm. what I'm seeing here on this piece of paper.
2: Yeah, they'll be really restrictive. Actually, I have a mm. friend who lost her apartment because the wrong name was on her contract,
0: and so this is no fault on the the person giving on the person whose name is being written down this is this is the fault of whoever is taking these names down of and like the company, in like yes,
2: yeah, obviously there was a huge translation problems too like but like long story short, and it's not really my business. She moved into an apartment with somebody mm-hmm. she specifically said, "Please put my name on this apartment as well mm mm-hmm. Then that first person moved mm. out of the apartment, and then mm. it came time to renew the contract for the apartment. They did not put her name on it, so they had mm. to renew the apartment. Mm. And if we ever get into talking about apartments, you know how how much oh, money it is apartments. to get a new apartment.
1: That's, so that's absolutely that's absolutely. She was supposed to pay for all the new, like um, what
2: you would have to normally pay for a new apartment, which we'll talk about later, I guess.
0: And so, so I, so I, I gotcha. love how going back to the Toei animation. I love uh, what this union mm-hmm. representative tells Yahoo News afterwards. First of all, the fact that Yahoo News yeah, yeah, is yeah. the person who blew is the company that blew the whistle on this. Like, can you imagine being like, "Boss, boss, our our, our our numbers are plummeting. We we don't have any views for Dragon Ball Super anymore." And then the boss gets up and he's like, "Well, what's going on? I I don't understand. Who found out?" And they're like, "It was Yahoo News." Like, that's such a weird. Like, okay, so anyway. It yeah. was Jonathan Yahoo himself. He so, broke the so story. So union representative uh, tells Yahoo News is, in the first place, there are many married people who work under an alias, and the name I use for collective bargaining has nothing to do with the name on my family registry. For me, just looking at my family registry name is painful. To be on the receiving end of such a discriminating act by the company made me feel disappointment, sadness, and pain. And so, like, it really does just um, completely be like, oh, yeah, uh, you want to be known by this name? No. <laughs> That's it.
1: Well, in the allegory to kind of, like, um, uh, the the fact that, like, um, people who get married change their names. And even though Japan does have this intensity around names and the fact that, like, when you watch anime, you'll hear them say the family name first, Uzumaki Naruto. uh, uh Itachi uh, Sasuke. U- Uchiha Sasuke. Wait, Uchi- Uchiha Itachi, Sasuke. Itachi Uchiha Sasuke. Right. Great. Strip <laughs> Takus. The only anime called My day. So... <laughs> So um, the the thing that I think is especially rich here though because in my view this is obviously just like transphobic motivated stuff because otherwise if you learn someone like had a new name because of a, a remarriage or a divorce or you know some reason like that, you would find ways to work around it. But the fact that toy animation choosing to kind of like fuck over the labor dispute by creating this thing and saying like – we have major. We, this has majorly damaged the relationship of trust <laughs> between us. Like, is such a scummy like b- business tactic. It's a business tactic, and um, Nick is Nick is a person where the first time I fell in love with Nicholas Martinez, college. Nicholas is a brilliant game master, and so Nick created a whole homebrew RPG system based in around One Piece powers, and we played in a crew That's of lit. pirates and. <laughs> And so I bring this together with uh, and and those old all those old days with Captain Chico Fuckboy of the famous Wait, I've heard flaggets. of Captain Chico Fuckboy. <laughs> yeah,
0: we, uh, I've heard of his ex, have, of their exploits. Have. It was incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, why I bring that up though is, uh. Grant, I, I I would love to shit on Dragon Ball and and Toei for being connected to Dragon Ball, just because I'm I'm a One Piece stand. Hal is a Dragon Ball stand, but they are both under Toei animation. And why this transphobia is especially galling is, uh, uh, Nick, is anybody trans in One Piece? Yeah, right
2: right like <laughs> <laughs>
1: pretty sure like, I, yeah. uh, huh. <laughs> dude there's there's bon clay yeah. there's a whole island of trans women there's I'm trying to like, think a, of, um, like like Ivankov, an arc that like, doesn't
2: have at least like some kind of like something like that like one arc that doesn't have that like since alabasta right
1: yeah it's like trans characters in every arc and i mean um even even in Wano, they have a i don't know if you're caught up with yeah, Kiko? yeah yeah um mm-hmm. the, sa- the new samurai she- oh she's so fucking yeah. cool she's my favorite she's my favorite so far um but anyway, it's like this typical thing where you'll you'll profit off of it, and you'll profit off of like shows like i um they might even have a hand in a show like Yuri on Ice or things like that. But when it comes time to like interact with literally one person, they'll use it as an excuse to fuck over their labor. And for that, we give Toei Animation donkey
0: of the day. I that was a bad donkey sound. I'm looking forward to the next episode of Dragon Ball <laughs> Super, the next arc, where Goku and Vegeta beat the fuck out of Frieza because um, he decides to uh, be known as they. I changed his pronoun. because <laughs> Frieza using they. It's like, hello, oh, Goku, no you filthy monkey. Uh, oh, before we begin, I'd like you to know that I go by they. I am no longer Lord Frieza. I am, I am the, uh, oh, fuck, I can't think of it. An- <laughs> and You will refer to me by your yes, majesty, your grace, Frieza. Frieza. Like, Let I me mean, just you're, like, hey, Kakarot, let's, let's just beat grazed. the dick. I mean, the... Fuck! Let's just kill him.
1: <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> okay, we got we got the silver turfer, and we have transforming Vegeta, <laughs> our our new hit characters on Protakis Anime Club. Oh God! So, f- bringing us away from what planet does uh, DBZ Earth? take place on?
0: <laughs> yes, seriously. Yes, it takes place on Earth. <laughs> Yes! No way! I mean, there are dinosaurs running Does around, it- and the n- president of the planet is a dog, but it's still Earth Pax, okay?
1: Hey, compared to some of our previous presidents, ah. I wouldn't mind ever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Cheeto in the White House! <laughs> okay moving back down to earth moving back down to earth
0: oh my uh uh, yes we have a good (laughs) (laughs) yes so So, so nick thank you first of all for being with us today we're clearly feeling zany and god bless you um pax is drinking some of his g fuel um G Fuel! Ah G Fuel! Uh, <laughs> Single male! So so Nick, I, I have to know, what was it that sparked your interest in Japan? What was it that made you decide, you know, I, I really want to become fully immersed in this culture, I want to be fully immersed in in just the people, learning everything I can about the country. Tell what was your journey with that?
2: Uh so honestly with starting college, I'd have to say, and it's not really a pretty start, but it's also just kind of out of luck and not knowing what to do myself, so like uh, how I'll get to that. So, come okay. to the start like the end of college, I had just gotten out of a really serious relationship unfortunately where she kind of cheated on me, but uh mm-hmm. so at the end of that, I was just like I don't really know what the hell I want to do, blah blah, blah blah blah. So, after I graduated, I had a major in criminal justice cuz I'm not good at school and it was easy. I have a BFA
0: in musical theater, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but continue.
2: I worked in parks for most of my life, so I ended up doing a volunteer ship uh, for in Boston, uh, doing like parks construction and historic reconstruction of old buildings, and blah 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 blah. But it was a volunteer ship. And towards the end of it, one of the goals uh, for me to get hours was to work on my resume and apply to jobs. I applied to a lot of typical jobs that I probably should with my kind of major and my past work experience in parks. I applied to a bunch of MPS jobs. I applied to some uh, uh, college, university, police jobs.
0: Hero some, agencies? I'm sorry? Hero, Hero agencies? agencies?
2: Yes, exactly. I wish. Okay. Um, <laughs> and um, blah, 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 blah. And then I put one application out to this job in Japan. Because I was like, why not? I don't know what else to do. And I kind of want to do teach-in, but I don't have the degree for it to do it anywhere in the States. I'm in Japan now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> after a couple <laughs> interviews, uh, a mock lesson I had to record, a couple more interviews, and then going to the embassy in uh, New York a couple times to get my passport sorted out. I ended up in Japan. Come, like, March... 2019, 2019, March.
0: Wow. So, so that's, that's, oh, first of all, congratulations. That's really, really, really cool. Thank you. Rotakus, round of applause. That must have been just absolutely <laughs> wild. It really must have felt like you were flying by the seat of your pants at this point.
2: Yeah. Like I started the application process sometime in September and then October I was doing the interviews and then November I was doing the mock lesson and then December I was accepted. And
0: wow, from December
2: Yeah, from December to February I was getting all the embassy stuff done and I was originally planned to work somewhere in Chiba. So like I was given three options of different places I wanted to work and for like liability reasons so I'm gonna try and keep what places are sure. to a minimum. Um I got three different choices of companies I could work for and I got stuck with one of them and I was originally gonna work on the Chiba Peninsula and then they're like, Hey, a brand new school opened up Do you want to just go work at that one instead? I was like, hell yeah. And now I'm like an hour south of Tokyo by train. And I work at a school that opened up this like in April. And we're like the first teachers there. First ones working. And I feel like really part of the community of the school because like I didn't join a family. I started one kind of in the school.
0: So, so Nick, it, it really mm. sounds like this is the opening for, like, a new anime. This really sounds like it's a really, really great shonen that's about to get started. Like, Nicholas Martinez, a young boy living in America, suddenly gets a chance to go to the strange and wild world of Japan to teach children at this new school that popped up in the middle of... And uh, he's going to be the best teacher in all of Japan, first in Tokyo, then in Chiba, then everywhere in the world. He's going to be the ultimate teacher. Join Nicholas Martinez on this crazy journey. Ah! And then the anime intro happens. <laughs> I wish it was that exciting,
2: but like it definitely does feel like an anime. Like for the first month I lived here, I think every morning I woke up, I looked at my window. I was like, holy fuck. I live in Japan. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like... Mm. Like, anime, like, you watch an anime anywhere, like, that, like, it shows, like, the streets of Japan and stuff like that, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that must be fake. It's like, no, I shit you not. I look out the window, and that's what I see. I see the same things that they draw in those animes. There's just, the roads look the same, the little walls of the houses look the same, the uh, electrical lines look the same.
0: People the getting punched through walls, it looks look exactly, exactly okay. the same.
2: Maybe sometimes. Uh, okay,
0: cool. <laughs> um,
2: cool. But, like, Obviously, after the first year or so, it calmed down. But, like, I still do have moments where I wake up and I look outside. I'm just like, wow, I live in fucking
0: Japan. Of course.
2: So, that's really awesome.
0: Of course. And, And so, like, you've been there since 2019 uh you've been living large teaching children learning your shit becoming the best teacher in japan and then what happens in march of 2020 the new villain appears the big bad yeah. covid19
2: yeah so to backlog that actually because japan was closer to china we actually got affected by it a little bit earlier than you guys it started yeah. sometime like late <laughs> february for us it okay. wasn't until like the japanese government was really slow though until like the start of april we didn't actually have to do like very intense
1: things to no, that that, that, that's true when me um when me bill clinton and and borat were partying in in the wuhan uh district we did hit japan first so when we were on kind of our world tour there that was that was the first place we hit Mm. hokkaido
2: (laughs) that's where i got affected the most
1: so, oh so Nick, Nicholas and I, uh, not to give away too much of your bio, um, but we're, we were both reared in Long Island, the happiest place on earth. And Long Island was hit with COVID so hard that if you anywhere in the world even think about having a bagel, one of your lungs explodes. That's how hard
2: <laughs> Long Island was hit by I still COVID. I feel that sometimes.
1: I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I miss Lefty, um, but uh. If you combine like some of the the the, the, the uh, districts the oh God, what am I say counties in long Island um Nassau, Suffolk, and Westchester county combined have a higher total death count from covid than the entire country of Japan entire country of Japan hasn't even hit eight thousand deaths yet, but that said, they're still taking a lot of precautions. so could you um as Hal was saying, kind of describe what some of the situation is in Japan post yes.
2: So, given a little bit more background, I teach English, specifically, to actually preschoolers. I'm more of a nursery teacher than anything. So, my students are anywhere from two years old to six years old, and we segment them by grade. So, actually, it's the two- and three-year-olds, and then blah, 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 blah. Um, So, late February, COVID started happening in Japan, and the government was kind of lax about it because like they had the olympics coming up and they didn't want to cancel that because that's like their main source they were like so prepped for it they were so ready for it Mm -hmm. and japan school year starts in april so like that's kind of a big deal so then by early march schools were just like canceled like actual schools so like students stopped going to school late march Mm -hmm. that didn't affect us because we were a nursery so we still kept going full swing then early april like this very first day of April, they they were just like, yeah, we need to do the lockdown. Now, my school actually caters to more wealthy individuals, more wealthy families. So a lot of the uh, families that we have were actually essential workers. So they still had to send their kids to our school. Uh, so we stopped curriculum for English English, and we were just a full time nursery. We had like A shift B shifts because we had a half half the kids come into our, uh, we only really wanted like the, the essential workers families to have their kids come. Mm -hmm. So I'd work a and B day or a days. And then some other, somebody else worked B days. And so uh, that was like our lockdown. Um, And that persisted for about a month and a half. And then like Japan was doing a lot better. So the lockdown, like, like let go a little bit. And we started doing the curriculum again after that. Um, and since then, we've been doing the curriculum only two times where we had an employee actually test positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. But after an investigation, there was no um, like merit of contact or something like that is what they called it. So like they disinfected our school, we had a day off, and then we went right back to work. They and
1: killed the been- guy, and then
0: everything's good. Now. No, yep, right, exactly. right. None of the children had to get Anakin Skywalker. It just, it all worked out. That's great. That's yeah. awesome.
1: they, they, they are all in stormtrooper outfits now to prevent spread though. Yeah. Everyone's
0: just. got
1: the situation going on.
2: All staff members do need to wear masks. So well,
1: that's good. That's pretty much the same. And something, but something you said about masks is that masking was already kind of part of Japanese culture, right?
2: oh yeah like if you watch an anime that's a basic city one you see some people with masks you see videos of people with masks like uh, i think i remember telling you like masks were common here like it was a cultural thing like if you're sick you put a mask on that was before covid like if you just had the flu or if you even had just allergies and you're sneezing and coughing a lot you put a mask on Mm
0: -hmm. so
2: like that was very normal for people so when the government said please wear masks at all times they're like word they're like okay let me just take my mask from my mask box that I already have and put it on when I go out for work today. It wasn't like America, it's like a mask.
1: What kind like of mask? Like like Do like I need to Wayne wear always on my mask? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, well, hang on a minute. Bruce Wayne be- is <laughs>
0: Batman? You know, if you didn't have your mask on, I wouldn't even know. Like like just <laughs> so so what you're telling me is that Japan didn't face this this sudden surge of people rushing into grocery stores, buying all the toilet paper, buying every disposable mask and thermometer that they can grab, and, like, fighting people to the death in the streets over it. Like, there wasn't, that wasn't a thing in Japan?
2: No, definitely people were still buying a lot of toilet paper. I actually had to steal toilet paper from work.
0: Okay, see, <laughs> no so... You know, at the risk of derailing this entire episode to talking about the toilet paper shortage of 2020, um, <laughs> I just think it's kind of insane that toilet paper could have become, like, the currency of our new Mad Max universe of COVID. Um, <laughs> that, like, you know, people were going to, like, be, like, murdering each other over toilet paper, using it to gain entry into, like, safe houses. Like, just insane how Here's toilet the paper became issue. gold.
1: Here's but- the main issue. This whole – the whole American obsession with smearing poop around your poopy butt with paper and not using a bidet, thank you very much, Tushy, for giving me my bidet that I have at my house because it's a life-changing thing. And so like most other countries that have bidets and have the technology do not have to like constantly be like filling up uh, uh, on on toilet paper all the time. Uh, I don't know if that's at all what you were going to say, Nick, but like do you find (laughs) that toilet technology is better over there?
0: Yeah, tell us about the bidet nick tell us tell us about your your most intimate experiences with the bidet
2: uh so the first time i lived in japan i've lived in three different apartments so far the first one was my company provided for me for like the first month while i find an
1: apartment Mm -hmm.
2: and it was like a dorm i'm just gonna leave it at that like it was kind of like a dorm so i had to share a bathroom but i had my own room Mm -hmm. i went in the bathroom and i sat down and the toilet was warm I was like, that's my favorite Mm. thing.
0: See, like, that's kind of like, um, that's kind of like, like sharing a spoon with somebody or, or kissing like one person, then that your brother kissing that same person, like, like really, really, what is What is the term? Eskimo brother? Is that a thing? Is that racist? That is, but that's not kissing your brother. And I no, don't. know. No, not kissing your brother. Two people kissing the same person. You no, know the thing where you kiss your brother, they ask yeah, him you. Brothers, right? like, yeah, 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 you know that thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we're Kentucky Fried Kin, baby. <laughs> like, um, but but that's not why you were saying the toilet was warm, right, Nick? Like, oh, no, there's it, just heaters in the seat. It had a warmer in it.
0: Yeah, there are heaters in the seat. Yeah, really? Yeah, like, so like, you don't sit down and like the shock of the ice cold toilet seat doesn't wake you up in the morning? That's not a that's not a thing you oh. experience. Nope, oh. oh, just
2: the pleasant warmness, mm. sitting on a toilet.
0: Like that could be I don't know, unsettling.
2: I, it's, it was a little bit, but I definitely got adjusted to it. And I, I actually think I'm just ignorant. I think I'm just it ignorant. now. Like I like it now, but I I actually am not used using. Now here's to the, the thing. The
1: I was wary like, at first. I was wary at first, and yeah. I, I, and as 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 an actual, you know, we were clowning about the gayness before. As an actual like queer individual. I've, I've done some butthole spelunking in my time. Sure. But I thought that like at first when people were like, oh, the bidet is amazing. It's life changing. I thought what they were literally saying is they were getting like actual like pleasure from the bidet. And, but then I realized like, no, it's not like the bidet is fucking you. It's not, it doesn't like form a watery fist and like go. It's like, that's not it. It just literally, it just washes. Like your 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 butthole, and yeah. it cleans you, and then you drip for a second, and then you with like one little square just doot, 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 and that way you don't have to be in Walmart acting like an animal fighting people for toilet paper, and now you have two glass eyes and no cool. no clean butt.
0: Like- I, I would love I would love to. I think I'm going to write a new paper. I'm going to write a paper, and maybe Pax, maybe you can do a video essay about the homophobia and the bidet and how the two intertwine. Mm. In in a in Western culture, I would love to learn more about that because you know every time I hear the word bidet, there's this weird like, well, I mm. mean like, you know, is this weird? This weird yeah, yeah, feeling yeah. surrounding bidet? this yeah, b- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure what it is, but it's it's prevalent. Whenever I hear the word bidet, it's like, hey, well, do you get fuck in your ass too? You know, it's just like very much like there's no in between, and no. kind of yeah. I might get a bidet. Who knows.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Tushy. 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 Go to Tushy.com forward slash protakus and clean your butthole. Um. Speaking of cleaning our buttholes. Yeah. And cleaning in general, this is something that Nick mentioned. I <laughs> need to kind of change the okay. topic off yeah, of the, yeah, yes. this. Although I do I do want to go feel some nice warm seats sure. instead of having to, like, warm them up with my breath,
0: breathing on public bathroom seats for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, as we goal. can talk. Um, I would love to talk to you more about that later, but continue. I created the COVID <laughs> pandemic. It was me. It was me. Come get me. Yeah, Come get me, toilets. Biden. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Something that you said to me, because I was asking you about culture shock, and you're normally pretty like well-adjusted when it comes to, like the Japanese like disposition, but cleanliness, you said in general was a big sticking point. So can you kind of ex- expound on that?
2: So like, obviously I lived in Long Island, so I've ever, I've been to New York City a couple of times. There's trash everywhere, but like as an American, you look around, and you're like, there's trash everywhere. This is normal. It is a city after all. Then you go to Tokyo and like. There isn't. And you're like, where's the trash, man?
0: No soda like, cans?
2: I mean, no. like, you'll find some. Like, of course, you'll find some on the ground, but, like, nowhere the amount, like, it depends where you go in Tokyo, too, but, like, nowhere the amount, like, that there is just mm. in New York City.
0: No, Everywhere. like overly aggressive pigeons flying around. Like no, that. the worst
2: is crows. Actually, I just walked out to get crow today, and there's a crow literally dragging trash across the street because it's trash day for unburnables. So the crow is having a feast on some like rotten onions, rotten pears, and stuff like that. But like I- that's all the trash that was on the on the entire street. Like I walked down the whole street. The only trash out was because a crow dragged it out of a trash bin.
0: I love the idea that crows are Japan's pigeons. That like instead of like like you're sitting there eating a hot dog and you're and you're like oh look a little pigeon let me throw out some breadcrumbs instead you're like sitting there having some sushi and you're like ah ah and you're like oh my god
2: no they're freaking huge they're massive oh they're big boys too they're huge here they don't they're really like, come up to you though.
0: So they're like Pokemon. You're like like Murkrow hopping around yeah.
2: the street. No, yeah, Mur-Crow, exactly. like a thirty foot like, wingspan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's freaking you're like massive. you try to we shoot it away, Mothra. and it like hits
0: you with like pursuit, what, like a Pokemon. <laughs> <move>.
2: <laughs> I was out with a friend on a hike, and we just, this must have been the first time she saw a crow up close, and she's like, "This fucking
0: huge." I was yeah. like, "Yeah," and then, yeah, then it hit you with Shadow bad. Ball, and you were just like, "Yeah, we should probably keep our distance."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. When well, you said even on the even on hikes, you didn't notice trash, right? Yeah, no, like uh, you could go for
2: a pretty typical hike like japan has the mountains really close so like people in the city will go out to the mountains to hike it's pretty normal there's no trash out there people just don't people just don't litter like
1: they have this mentality i once saw a deer with two separate bags of potato chips of different brands stuck on each antler like that's the level of things i've seen in long island so like the idea of a a wilderness (laughs) with no trash at all is immensely respectful right
2: yeah it's like all the parks there. around here, just like the tiny parks, it's the trash. People just don't litter. Like they they respect the environment they live in, and they don't want to make problems for other people who also live in the area. Like
0: imagine that. Uh, things. Yeah, imagine that. Common decency. Uh, how how available is that in Japan? Would you find that like a lot of? Here's what I've heard in, in my ignorance. Um, I've heard that you know J- Japanese culture is very much about respect. It is very much about respect for your superiors, respect for your equals, respect for people who are. Uh, from a social status, like, a little lower than you even. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, it's very, very much about respect to your fellow man. Um, Would you say that's correct? Would you say that's not true? What would you think?
2: I I would say it's correct, but there's definitely a negative connotation to it, too. Also, like, it's socially forced respect. And, like, you don't necessarily always, like... Obviously, nobody's gonna come up to you and be like, "You need to respect your." Blah 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 blah. It's just kind of like I've seen it as the Japanese stare. But like if you're mm-hmm. not doing something that's socially acceptable, everybody gives you like, like what is it? manga? Like you.
0: Like the at your menacing <laughs> over over their heads. Like everyone has the word menacing. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Yeah, yeah, like that's what I've seen. Like, uh, so like people are. It's hard to say empathetic, but they act it like that so like they, they want to treat things nicely and make it so everybody else is doing okay because they don't want to make a problem cause a scene and everybody stare at them cause like the, the, the rudest Japanese people I ever met I could count on one hand I think it was like two or three people and the rudest thing they've done to me was that they just actively talked too fast for me to understand and they seemed to be a little annoyed that I couldn't understand them and that was like two or three people and that's the rudest I've ever experienced a Japanese person be. And they're, like, wow. typical, like, like fast food workers. Like, somebody worked at a convenience, and another person worked at a udon shop or something like that. And it was, like, that's it. So, yeah. like, the fact that that was the worst case scenario, and I don't understand the language, so I kind of understand why they're upset with me. Like, huh. it's pretty fine with me.
0: A guy yelled at me by Grand Central Station yesterday because I couldn't understand th- wh- what he was saying through the mask, and I wanted a bagel, and... I was ordering a plain bagel with roast beef and he was like, what? And I was like, I just, I'm ordering for someone else. I just want a plain bagel with roast beef. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Please, (laughs) please stop. Please here, take my money. And he's like, hey, hey, get over here. Look at this guy. You take him. I don't want to talk to him. And I'm just like, I just want to be.
1: Yeah. I would have responded the same way if you ordered a plain bagel with slices of roast beef. It wasn't on, even I mine.
0: I was just like, I gotta I got the bagel. I got a bagel with locks and cream cheese and avocado. And my father said, Hey, you know, can I have a plain bagel with roast beef? And I was like, hey dad, that's kinda oh, whack. Dude, I think of I'm gonna get locks. That
1: was your dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm hey, guilty. Dad, that's something I would order too, though. Yeah,
0: I'm like, Dad, that's pretty whacked. I think I'm gonna get shot. No in this, condiments? In this place. Yeah, first of all, I did sort of understand why he would be confused, but it wasn't so much that he was just like oh, could you possibly explain that to me? I'm having a little trouble like, huh? What do you mean? Is that something that you would normally order? So it's like, hey, <laughs> check this idiot out. Hey, some someone come over here and talk to him because I'm tired of seeing his stupid-ass face. Like, I'm hey, done with this idiot. <laughs> hey, check out Roast Beef Guy. Look yeah, at Mr. Yeah. Roast Beef Check out beef Mr. Plain guy. Bagel. No <laughs> kinda... sesame seeds on his bagel schmuck. What? Like, That was a plain bagel, dude. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. What are... Oh, what did the war do to your father, dude?
0: Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning more. And, That's you know, totally something like I, I, like, I would Ooh. order though too.
1: Is it okay?
2: Yeah, oh, man. Egg bagel, slightly toasted, a little bit of butter, and like two slices of roast beef.
1: Cool bagel choice. Good. You good, had good. butter on it. Those you are did two have butter things make that make that different. Bagel.
0: <sighs> anyway, anyway, let's walk away from bagels. Oh my god, and root my lungs! <laughs> we <man. laughs> with this bagel talk. i <laughs> So, 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 Nick, have um. So you're talking about like culture, talking about you know what it's like to sort of step out of line in Japan, you know, just by being foreign and not knowing its customers. um, How was it acquiring an apartment? Because mm. you know, talking to people and learning the rules is something that's kind of important if you want to live there. And a lot of hoops you got to jump through to get an apartment. So like, what what was that experience for you?
2: Yeah, so I actually got pretty lucky. I got wicked lucky. So. The company I work for is actually super, like, really nice. It's really helpful for, like, its uh, English teachers and stuff like that. Um, When I first got here, they set me up in an apartment. Like, it's technically a private company, so they actually own, like, this, the original apartment also. So it was really easy for them to just put me in there until I find an apartment. And then somebody from that corporation also helped me find my actual first apartment. Mm Because I did not want to live in a dorm set-in. Like, that was just temporary. I, just, I don't like going down two flights of stairs to go take a shower every day. And oh, then finding out huh. that maybe all the showers are taken. And I have to wait outside and just sit in my mm. fucking towel, just wait in. Mm. Um, so I wanted to get an apartment by myself as soon as possible. They set me up within a month, and next thing I know I was in my own apartment. It was a box of like 7 to 8 feet by 7 to 8 feet. I had the bed that's behind me, and the desk that this computer is on, and that's all that fit in there, and that was it. But I saved so much money. Whoa. Oh, so I lived a closet. in there. I had a little bit of a closet, just like a little tiny oh, closet. Oh,
0: no, I meant you lived in a closet.
2: Yes, I lived in a closet. Yes, yes, okay. Um, Like, it was the smallest apartment I could possibly find, but I saved hmm. so much money. Mm-hmm. A year later, a little more than a year later, um, around October, I ended up starting to look for new apartments, and there was this, like, that I found that was specifically for foreigners and like I got really lucky it was not involved with my company anymore so this is all me by trying to find it by myself uh, a foreigner fi- friendly website to find apartments and I found uh, my real estate agent spoke English and Japanese uh, she helped me get this apartment I'm in right now I'm about a 10 minute walk away from work I still live an hour south of Tokyo I could take a train in within an hour and I can see Fuji from my
1: window. And that's super cool. Wow. That's super cool. But so, some of the things that you told me, and, and these are things that are just like mind-boggling to me, is that uh, as a foreigner, in terms of like if you can, are getting a place to live, you need a co guarantor. You need mm-hmm. like your company to allow you to live someplace, to sign yeah. on with you, right? Yeah.
2: So the first, the, the closet apartment, the closet apartment, my guarantor was my company. Because they helped me find it. They helped me set it up. Mm-hmm. They got me lots of discounts, actually. Mm. Um, they're really shrewd negotiators. For this one, uh, I had to pay. So, like, typically foreigners will have to pay a guarantor to guarantee them. <laughs> um, yes. And that can be, like, uh, uh, the same cost as, like, a month's worth of rent. <sighs>
1: So and that like, piles up. Can you can you explain the concept of key money?
0: Key money. When you I'm first picturing Kingdom Hearts. Is that a thing? Like the money? Sora. <laughs> oh, <Sarah, laughs> you got five bucks? <laughs> you just have to buy him a giant key and
2: bestowed upon them. Um. No, the key money is like a gift to the landlord to say like, "Hey, thank you for letting me live here."
0: Oh, Here's two so months worth of not
2: rent. <laughs> two or three months worth of rent. Typically, is what key money is.
0: As a what?
1: thank you, as a thank you for letting me live here after you made my company, give me the thumbs ups that I, I don't have to be homeless. <laughs> Here's a gift of two to three months rent connected to nothing.
0: Yep. And, which you will never get back. It's not a deposit.
1: Nope. You typically
2: don't nope. get deposits back either.
0: Wow. And then he explained to me,
1: so, Plus, the, so it's the key money, what you pay to the guarantor, the key money that you're not going to get back, uh, a deposit that you're probably not going to get back because they're really harsh, uh, a month of rent. Uh, uh, cleaning fee. Two months of rent. Two months of rent. Um, because you need to pay it in advance. So, you said paying it in advance? That's anywhere from two to six months of rent immediately in advance. Um. Cleaning fee, maintenance fee. Cleaning fee, maintenance fee, uh, and a fee to turn on your hot water and electricity? Some places. Some places. For some places. And that's before you even get to your normal utilities. So, like, it is difficult. It is some difficult stuff.
0: Why? Why is it so difficult?
1: Um, a great question I really know but like
2: if you're pretty if you're a good negotiator you can like actually get a lot of that off like the first time the closet one they negotiated so hard I paid one month's worth of key money they turned everything on for me I didn't have I put a deposit down like I didn't have to pay any other fees though and they even dropped my rent a little bit like that's how good of a negotiator they were and then this place it was actually on sale when I got it so I didn't have to pay the first two months of rent. Actually, I don't have to pay the first three months of rent for the place I'm <laughs> in right now. It's yeah, just so on sale. Yeah. It's just a deal. And like, so I've been pretty lucky, but I still dropped like 2,000 US on this apartment. And like about 2,000 US on the other apartment too.
0: Oh, and hmm. what's, the, what's the currency exchange? Do you know the rate for that? Pretty much
2: just put two zeros at the end of the US dollar and it's close to yen. And then take the last two digits off, or put like a decimal after the first, the last two digits, and it's so, pretty
0: close. So the U.S. dollar is worth like a hundred yen. yen. It's uh, like a
1: yen is a cent. You could almost think of it's like ten thousand yen would be close to a hundred bucks. And so yeah. when you see in an anime these grossly inflated like numbers that we would think is inflated of like fifty billion yen, that's a lot of money, but it's only like five hundred million. Okay, uh,
2: I, I would say like Dollars. as you get into bigger numbers, the U.S. dollar I think is stronger. So, like, if you go up to, like, 500 or uh, Goldman, uh, 50,000 yen, um, maybe it's actually, like, 400-something U.S. Not, like, 500 U.S. Like,
0: Good to know. Like Good to stronger. know that the U.S. dollar just Oklahoma smashes the Japanese yen. I love that. <laughs> I love knowing that.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, with all that money... Um something that we need to know is what is there to buy. Indulgences in Japan. Tell us about like the snacks and food because people talk about Tokyo as like the greatest <laughs> food city in the world. Like give us the 411 on snack life. What do we got to try when we head over?
2: I'm not a super big foodie person, but I do enjoy all the food here. Like so my typical uh, my typical breakfast mm-hmm. is I go down to this place called the My Basket. Uh, my Basket. Um
1: <gasps> I get food. like
2: now, I'm pretty American, sorry <laughs> to offend. Um, as of now, I get like an Uncrustable, but inside the Uncrustable is like strawberry jam or peanut butter. And the peanut butter here is fake. It's like a really sweet stuff, but I actually like it. It's and then fake? I get some straw. Yeah, it's like really sweet. Like it, it definitely doesn't taste the same. Like I have friends who complain about it a lot, but That's I don't really it's care. It's more
1: like a, like a sweet peanut confection.
0: Like, yeah. In terms of. Yeah, 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 okay.
2: And then I also get, like, uh, strawberry-flavored yogurt. So, like, I'm a very Western breakfast kind of guy. But before mm-hmm. I had the My Basket here, I actually went to the kabini, and I got an onigiri every morning. It was an onigiri with mayonnaise and some other sauce in it, and then a sausage patty on top of it, mm-hmm. wrapped in one layer, well, uh, mm-hmm. one wrap of seaweed. And that was my typical breakfast. And then... Lunch at work. I actually eat the kids' lunch. I just like
0: you like take no, it from dude. them, and you are like, I was like, Move out who's out the way, kid? The, It's lunch who's time.
2: Take, yeah, who's giving me their lunch today? <laughs> who didn't? Who didn't use enough English today? No, oh my um, God. Nick's,
0: Nick's a bully. Nick's a bully. I do. Oh, I,
2: sometimes I do bully my kids. <laughs> uh, I think it's fun. They like I it. Um, it. I love them.
0: I'm for it.
2: Now, uh, for like liability reasons, the lunch company that gives us the Kyushoku the the lunch of the day also gives us a teacher's lunch so then if teacher eats it and they feel sick we maybe know that the kids are going to have some food poisoning
0: so so it gives me a free lunch
2: yeah kind of yeah like a royal taste tester
0: oh my god Nick's going to drop dead one day and we're going to know that it's because he had a a (laughs) strawberry jam and peanut margarine sandwich (laughs) oh no so
2: the kids lunch is actually very Japanese okay so like typically there's a side of rice Uh, there's a meat option that could be anywhere from, like, Hamburg, uh, uh, lots of fish, usually, or, uh, like, meatballs and stuff like that. And then there's a side of two vegetables, one sometimes, is like, potatoes, one, like, spinach, um, seaweed, stuff like that. Um, so, like, I eat a very well-portioned lunch because it's made for kids, typically, but it's a little bit larger for the teachers, um that's free like free
0: hey they say there's no such thing as a free lunch that's just because they ain't been to japan baby they ain't taught they've kids in japan. stolen it from a kid yeah <laughs> i mean when the kids are
2: absent i take their lunch box also and eat that one
0: <laughs> fuck them Jeez. kids absolutely so so you know uh first of all i love that seaweed is a part of your everyday lunch um All because time. in the US I know maybe I don't know 10 people that I've tried seaweed and actually enjoyed it um and I've met many more people who upon hearing that I've tried seaweed want to hurt me and so <laughs> it's it's good to know that that's a more appropriate thing in Japan but um you know, being a teacher, you have to work with the kids very closely, I'm sure. Uh, but I'm sure you also have to work with the teachers. And you don't have to name drop any teachers. You know, I don't want to put you in any hot water with the teachers. But, but what is it like, uh, you know, working at a school in Japan as, as an American man? What, what is that like for you? What is the work culture like?
2: Uh, so uh, for me, it's very fortunate because the kids see me and they see, oh, man. Mm -hmm. Cool. Not Japanese. Cool. Okay. Young. Cool. Like an instant hit for the kids. I look up at a kid. You're like, oh my,
1: amazing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I look at a kid. I'm like, yo. And they're like, ah, except for the really young kids who just start screaming and crying because I'm scary.
0: Oh, so not cool. Not cool. Not cool. Depending on the age range.
2: Yeah. Like usually it's the youngest kids. The lowest age kids are two and three. Sometimes we will cry as soon as they see me.
0: And that's and not usually you everybody at their lunch.
2: That's no, usually. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, <laughs> no, but then any kids who
2: are older than that will instantly just be like,
0: oh, it's Teacher Nick. Yeah. Um, oh, cool.
2: The teacher side, though, actually can be a little disappointing. Pre COVID, I really wanted to have lots of like gatherings with the teachers and stuff like that. I always plan things. Mm hmm. It always rained, like literally. Like uh, I planned lots of hikes, I planned a barbecue, be. I planned like three different events. Rain, rain, rain. Nah. And then, like at the end, before COVID again, one random Japanese teacher, she planned a dinner, but it was only a ladies' night dinner.
0: So, so, so you, said, hey, ha- okay, gotcha. you, you said, hey, I think I want to. Okay, gotcha. You said, hey, I think I want to have fun. I think I want to meet my my coworkers. I think I want to, you know. Uh, have some camaraderie with my people, and Japan said no, and that yeah. was it.
2: Just kind of bad luck, but okay. To be fair, like eighty-five percent of the staff are women. Like, really, the majority of the male staff are actually the uh, English teachers.
0: Oh, because it
2: is a nursery, so like the only people oh who would, yeah,
0: men working you know, in nurseries. I mean, in America, that's you know a little sus for, for yeah. some people people are like hey you want to work with children and uh, how Wishing reaching the youth of tomorrow
1: sounds pretty fucking gay worrying about yeah. the future what the <laughs> <You wanna laughs> so nurture
2: my- our
0: youth <laughs> yeah
2: I've worked there for two years and the first year I had the second youngest group of kids because they're like in grades so there's four mm-hmm. grades the youngest and then it goes up blah, blah 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 I was with the second youngest age group and I didn't really care like it didn't matter too too much at first so like Kids were still using like learning how to use the toilet, so I'd have to wipe a couple of butts, you know, and stuff like yes, that. No big deal.
1: Just i a teacher. You, you can't just take a garden do. hose and get them used to the bidet. You can't yeah. just be like, "This is practice for when you have a bidet." Just you get like <laughs>
0: you don't have like a super soaker behind your desk for that kind of thing.
2: No, unfortunately not. No, I definitely <laughs> had to teach a couple of kids how to like just wipe their butts.
0: Hey, it's gotta and happen.
2: I, it does, and then I I'll moved up. Someday. I moved up a grade with the same kids, so I'm actually with the same kids I was last year with. I was with last year. So now they all know how to wipe their butts. But like... Progress. It definitely makes me realize like, oh, they're a little bit older now and they can recognize some things. I need to be a little bit more careful about what I do and what the kids do without them realizing it. So like we have outdoor play and we're running around. We're having so much fun. And then teacher Nick falls down and they're like, oh, let's dog pile on top of teacher Nick. And I'm like laying on my back. And next thing I know, one of the girls like hops on me in a way. And I'm like... (laughs) No.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope.
2: I can't even say why not. I just have to be like, oh, you're so funny. Get off me.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. And I've worked with children a few times as well in like musical theater camps and, you know, various age groups. And uh, there comes a time in kids' lives where they like they start to learn that some things are appropriate and some things are not really depending on their upbringing. Mm. And there are some kids that are like, they just really don't understand and they just want to like hug you and touch you and like be all up in your business. And then there are some kids that understand very well and they just want to push the boundaries a little bit. Mm. And, and yeah. I've, I've definitely had to experience that with kids like, you know, hugging me and, but like their like head, they're like eye level with my waist and I'm like, yeah, kids, no. No touching Mr. Barnes, not a thing. <laughs> uh, and, and so like, I'm sure that's something you've had to experience as well.
2: But, I'm pretty typical. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, no,
0: sorry. no, no. Please.
2: I, like I'm pretty typical. Used to like kids coming to hug me now, and they are that perfect height for the most mm. part. I just
1: turn and they hug my hip. Yes, a good side now. hug is yeah. the
0: perfect as the the perfect option for for I, that kind.
1: Of thing. I taught like mostly middle-aged. Uh, uh middle aged kids, middle school age kids. So, <laughs> not, uh, not Benjamin Benjamin's has button a habit types. of teaching cougars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girls, we're going to learn today. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, middle school age kids. Yes. Um, and so, uh, for me, what was hardest was seeing them entering middle school, which is the worst time to be alive for like most homies mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And to get to see them like, becoming aware of different things they c- can be insecure about or new things to like, um, and, and, and that was something where like I, I taught at like a, a drama school and to, to teach them to be creative was was really fantastic because it was so working against the grain of around that age when you start being told, don't be creative, do not like be outgoing, do not like be worried about looking dumb or looking, you know, like you're trying or, or like, you know, it's that insecurity. And so I think that like all of us having taught kids we recognize that like even if there are some some dark times and you get to like learn a lot about these kids about life just what's going on like there is this spark of just this is what the future is and i'm so glad to be there and i just feel so instilled with joy and and nick you said sometimes you got to stay like two three hours overtime right
2: yeah that's pretty typical but like i'm a slow worker and i really like to work like we talked in the past interview that i'm like kind of the perfect person to go to japan like japan's not for everybody but Mm -hmm. my personality suits it really well. I'm very passive, I don't really care, and I really like to work. Those are the two things you need in Japan. Um, I love to work, so, yeah, I'm fine with staying late to get some, like, shit done. Like, I stayed till freaking 9 o'clock last night, because I knew I didn't. I had off today. So I stayed till, like, 9 at night to work <sighs> last night.
1: There you go. And I like working, but I'm literally the polar opposite from you, Nick, because as I was going through this, and I was trying to be like, what's gonna get the headlines? What can I clip and be like, the top five worst things about living in Japan? What's the culture shock? Like inevitably, as I was asking Nick, like, what about this? What about this? Nick was just like, doesn't really bother me. I just, I like it. I just, I don't cause problems and people don't cause any problems to me. And, like, I'm literally, everything you just described about your personality, the exact opposite. The fact that, like, even when I asked about food, you're like, I enjoy this simple, uncrustable I get from a stall. I I am such a debauched, like, hedonist that just... Every weekend, just my, my, my tall, loud ass would be getting stares constantly. I'd be feeling terrible because I'd be getting the stares. Like, I, I would need some control. So it, on that front, for when I come to visit you, give me what not to do in Japan. What to avoid so that I don't embarrass us.
2: Don't walk and eat and don't jaywalk. It's a big stigma. Like, don't walk it's about and the clean eat? Yeah, it's the cleanliness thing. If you're eating walk. Drop in. food? You're going to draw food, and you're going to make trash on the ground. Uh, You'll definitely get lots of stairs for doing that. The only time it's uh, okay is at a matsuri, which is like a Japanese festival, like as if it was oban or tanabata or uh, other ones. Like if there's food stalls out on the street, and you're getting like uh, yakiniku or like takoyaki,
0: you can eat either those street. things. Are That sounds great though.
2: Uh, is the octopus balls. you have probably seen them in anime. And Ooh, yes, just yes, 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 yes. Meat skewered on the stick. Amazing. Um, yeah. Um, that is okay to eat in the street. And if you're walking and eating, maybe that's okay. Uh, the big funny thing that I always thought is like when you finish it, you're stuck with like a wooden stick or like some kind of trash, right? Mm-hmm. So no trash cans anywhere in Japan, like really. So you're like, what the fuck do I do with it? You go up to any stall and be like, I have trash. And they'll take it for you. Even if it's not the same stall you bought it from. They're like, yeah, they'll take it.
0: So, so yesterday, so first of all, I'd like to say I would not belong in Japan for that one reason of you are not allowed to walk and eat because I actually have trouble sitting down and eating. Mm. I'm like doing a bunch of things. I'm like eating as I'm going and doing other things because my mind is like going on this and this, and this, and this, and this to me. Like I have like constantly 10 different tabs up in my mind at all times and I'm not completing any of them without eating. And yesterday I'm in New York. I have three hot dogs and I have a chili dog and I eat all of them on the go. And like, first of all, I'm a pig. Second, I'm walk and I eat. So I'm just like a little American piggy boy walking through eating hot dogs in Japan. It would not be a good look for me.
2: Like, that was one of the first things I learned uh, living here. But mm. within like the first week of meeting some of my co-teachers before school started, somebody, one of them who was really nice English. Like he used to live in. Oregon for a couple oh. of years so his English is perfect he's got the best English and he's Japanese though mm-hmm. um he helped me turn my electricity on and as we're like getting on the train to go to my apartment at the time he like rips out a corn dog and is eating it on the train which is like a huge like do not do <laughs> and I'm just looking at him like
1: so go fuck myself. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just uh, doesn't care. There's no care, rules. Though.
0: It's the wild west in Japan. There are no rules. That yeah,
1: is his corn dog on the train. But yeah, if you don't <laughs> want
2: to look like the dumb guyjin or the foreigner, uh, that's something to avoid. The One is try and be careful of the women's cars. I've only ever gotten on
0: one on accident once. Uh, the, the woman's it. cars, <laughs> he, doesn't yeah. mean, he doesn't mean that
1: he entered a woman's car on accident, like he, like Grand Theft Auto style, like right. busted in someone. On. He around. means the car on a train, like the train. There's cars. a
0: woman's only car on trains,
1: yeah. So, um
0: well, they not just say like, yeah, like, like that's a totally normal thing. I've never even heard of that. What do you mean? Uh,
2: I thought that was like one of the things. Like, if you heard of Japan and you look up a little bit, like that's one of the funny things. People like the one of the fun facts. Like, oh, did you know Japan has this? Anyway, um, no, I didn't. So, know. because most of people commute to work
1: mm-hmm. through
2: train instead of driving, the trains are like sardines, like packed like sardines going into the city mm-hmm. during rush hour. The first and or last car of trains is typically a woman's only car so you're only allowed in there if you're a woman or you have a child with you or you are with a woman it's like if you are the boyfriend of a girl of a girl and you go in together you should be okay it's not like strictly enforced as far as I know um it's again just those like evil eyes like they'll just be like
0: yeah, yeah. So so you're saying I could write a harem anime about being on the first and last train of a car, being the only guy on that uh, in that car? I could definitely write something like that? Yeah, I've I've read ones like that. If you want a link, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Some reference material. Okay, gotcha, 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 yeah, yeah. gotcha. So 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 why? Why are there why are the first and last ones for women only? Why is that?
2: Uh, because there's lots of uh crimes of like
0: Oh, like sexual groping, harassment,
2: sexual harassment. That's that's like the minor shit. Like, grope, actual groping, sexual harassment, even rape. I think. Oh my uh, god, so, on the train. Yeah, on the train. Mm-hmm. So they designate those cars for women only for specific time time blocks, like when commute time is happening. So, like, if you go really late at night and take one of those trains, you're probably fine. It's literally only usually like from trains start until nine in the morning. And then it's in anyone's car.
1: And that, that might sound counterintuitive, like, why have the exclusive trains during the busiest time? But it's actually because a lot of these, like, train molestations happen specifically because they're packed like sardines. And yeah. people can take advantage of, like, oh, no one can really see my hands or what they're doing. And like, there's a lot. It's like an epidemic. Ooh, yeah, really? it's very bad. There's not a lot of crime in Japan. but no, 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 no. There's no. that one. Nice. Um, like I,
2: I've been in those sardine packed trains before, and, like, I wasn't sexually harassed in any way, but I've definitely had people's hands on me. Because mm. like there's just nowhere else to put your hands. Like yeah. it's not like everybody's gonna stand up there stand in the train like this. Like right. with their hands mm-hmm. up in the air, like, like no, officer.
0: no officer. No, I did not grope her. My hand had to go in her vagina. It was the only thing that I could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. were packed like sardines. It it was the best to, I could do.
1: I had I had two women on each arm like they were puppets. Like it was just <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it I was, was trying to just- conserve space
2: my fingers yeah. had to go somewhere.
1: Oh God. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, this, God. Is oh, this is bad. This is very bad. bad, bad okay, bad. back up, back up. Anyway. <laughs> so speaking of being debauched, perverts, uh, Br- Brotaku's anime club firmly against sex crimes. We're gonna take so that brave bad. stance. Jesus Unlike Christ. you motherfuckers at IGN Anime Club, we know <laughs> Yeah. I'll
2: change <laughs> this. It. Is I'll a- change it right now. The most forcefully I've been touched while in a sardine train is mm-hmm. by the train staff pushing me into the train as the doors closed.
0: Like, as in pushing you as in, like, get in the train! Or pushing you yes, as in, like, yes. look out for like, the car! Like, I
2: wanted to be on the train, but I could not fit in anymore, so they and pushed they us into in. the train. That is, that is a oh, job. like I
0: would with, like, a suitcase when I'm traveling to the Bahamas. As yes. an actual job
2: at the train stations, people who stand there to push the people in.
0: They have, like, brooms or, like, mobs and stuff, and they're, like, getting in
2: no, Just their own hands.
0: Ooh, intimate. Okay, cool,
1: so, great! So, we we were being kind of debauched losers a second ago. But speaking of debauched loserdom, anime, anime—it's anime. why yes. we're here. It brings us all together. We kind of wanted to ask what anime fandom is like there in Japan, and there are kind of these legendary locations people hear about in the West, like Akihabara, being like great kind of pinnacles of like weebdom. I, I know you 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 visited one of the Nakama stores as well, right?
2: Uh, yeah. So I visited. There's lots of places, like Akihabara is the obvious one, but so, even so, in Shibuya, there's like a whole floor where the Nintendo store is, and the Pokemon Center is, and like all the other things around Pokemon Center? Yeah, it's in Shibuya. There's a couple. So, there's actually one in Tokyo, one in, in okay. Shibuya, but the floor is Shibuya. I have, a lot, of Shibuya.
0: I have okay. a lot of questions. And I feel like people listening and watching do as well. You said, so Pax, first of all, you said yeah. a blank store. What it was that?
1: Oh, Nakama store. Nakama yes. Nakama's friends, it's homies, and the Nakama in is is the biggest term associated with One Piece. It's actually so big that a lot of times, um I don't know. I think even in official subs where you might otherwise uh, so like translate Nakama as friends, mm-hmm. a lot of times they just keep it as my Nakama, which uh it and it's because One Piece has kind of like lent so much cultural cash to this concept that it's been elevated to almost like a, a, a friends above friends. It's like what he calls his like crew members and things. And so the Nakama store in Japan is like the the one piece. It, it, it's like how you you might go to like the the M M&M and M shop in Times Square. Oh, it's about like One the Piece Nintendo shop. Yeah. It's a One Piece shop. So yeah, oh. what's it like,
0: dude?
2: So again in Shibuya there is the One Piece store. I don't even remember where it was, um, and that was really cool. But then in Tokyo Tower, the one that looks like the Eiffel Tower, but it's red and white, and it's in Japan. I think what? it's like considerably smaller. Um, there is a One Piece theme park inside the tower and like uh, i didn't go inside of it because it was too expensive and i didn't really have anyone to go with but i did go to tokyo tower and outside of it there's a little cafe that's like all sanji stuff like there's a little statue of sanji oh my God. you get all the things that he apparently cooks in one piece and stuff like that oh my I God. Know that's so really cool. so
0: you didn't go into the interactive exhibit where luffy machine gun punches you to death you didn't have that I one because i would love to go experience that
1: that's my Valhalla is winding up in that One Piece theme park. Oh yeah, my gosh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 so otherwise, we hear about stores that sell like uh, endless amounts of hentai and booby mouse pads and figurines to death. Like like like, paint us a picture of if you're going to one of these like wee mecca locations. What is it like? Right. So
2: when I first got here, I did go to Akihabara pretty quickly, um, which is. Uh, so Akihabara is a district. North of Tokyo Center, mm-hmm. that is like just a very tiny square of it, but it's just like the, I guess, it's the capital of like anime and all this like nerdy stuff. Like a this. nexus
0: of evil, you know, a portal <laughs> <Yeah>. just opening <laughs> just, up how into the. the, how the dare <laughs> you? Yeah, it
2: started out as like a technological center, though. Not technological, but like computer parts
0: mm-hmm.
2: was a it was a computer parts market. Just imagine a market of nothing but computer parts, any kind of in just like technical stuff you could buy.
0: Right, so you have and computer shifted,
2: parts. Yeah, it shifted into anime. It still has the computer parts sections. Like sure. You can definitely find almost anything you want to buy related to computers here.
0: Sure, but I'm betting, I'm betting. I, could, I wouldn't I could. have to look up anything about this place. You have computer parts, right? The next logical step is you make a computer, right? And then you the next logical step you have a computer. What do you have? Internet. Knew, and when I do you look up? What you like have? The internet <laughs> hentai. Boom. Anime. Internet. Computers. It all makes sense.
1: Yeah. Uh, like you can also Just buy like any video Stone game. Stone to weaponry. Here. It's like this. This. The. the, the, it,
0: was was in the like, it was simply it the natural progression. It was. It was the next evolution. You see hentai or porn?
2: You know. Yeah. Yeah. One or the other. And They went with hentai this time. Natural. Um, Natural. <laughs> like, uh, I forget what's going now. <laughs> you can buy any video game there. Like, remember Tomogachi's? Yeah. Tomodachi's? Yeah. yeah. You can buy Tomodachi's, the original Tomodachi's here. You can go in, you can buy an N64. You can buy an S. Anything. Oh you go God. in any of these stores, you can buy like any possible game you can find. Most of them will be in Japanese, but.
0: So, so yesterday I was looking at Facebook, and because, you know, Facebook and Google have my fucking number, um, they sent me an ad for a little statue of Pichu that is a phone charger, it is a life-size Pichu, that you literally, like, you put your phone into his cheek, and he just knuckles your phone, and it charges your phone! And it was like, would you buy this if it hadn't? And I was like, YES! I would! And they're like, well too bad, it doesn't exist, so I guess sign this petition, and it might happen. No, Dude, that pisses me off that that's the type of ads
1: you get because on Facebook I literally got an ad for Ahigao keycaps the other day of just Oh, like that's the, because
0: I logged into your account and I searched up a lot of Ahe, uh, a lot of that. I just went boom, I filled your history with that. I did
1: not need help. And I did, I did not, not need need help. <laughs> <laughs> But through our powers combined we can Wait. fusion hug! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh God. Okay. Uh, okay, so this place sounds amazing slash awful, you know, depending on who you are. Um, And you had a, a good experience? Yes? No? You would recommend?
2: I liked it. Uh, one of the big things is there's maid cafes all over the place. Like, there's these yeah. girls out of maid costumes advertised in these cafes where, like, all the That's waitresses dangerous. are dressed like maids. And apparently, it's, like, a really happy place to go to. I've never been to one. But, like, it's kind of like they just really try to, like, greet you really nicely. Like... I don't know. It felt really weird to me. Like, maybe I would go with a friend.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't want to go by yourself, kind (laughs) of.
2: Even with a friend, Hmm. I feel like uh, maybe it was like a group of people. I'd like, all right. Because it's supposed to be like not that big of a deal in some cases. like It's supposed to be just like a fun thing, and it's a cutesy thing. So like
0: like a PG-rated Hooters. I was going to yeah. say
1: hooters for simps. <laughs> like, sure. Simp yeah. hooters. Yeah. Sure, the, sure, 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 sure. Because it is sweet. They refer to you as like – but they refer to you as like master and they like yeah, are gotcha, wearing the maid gotcha outfit. Gotcha so like if you're, yeah, so like if you're there to like have some like teas and like little cucumber sandwiches and have like a sweet time, that could be nice. But I feel like it could also be a magnet for strange behavior. Yeah. yeah. I don't really I care for that. that. It's just overpriced like for that
0: no reason. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, pretty, so
2: some of them are like kind of like a show too, and not like a strip show. Oh, uh, like like a show is like the maids will actually do s- songs and dances. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so it's pretty
0: like, like the the Stardust Cafe. I love that.
1: Yeah. yeah, and there are male versions like um the uh, the the host clubs, right? Uh, not that I've seen, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. So uh, so I wouldn't be able to
0: find any like husbandos <laughs> in this in in these uh these these, these places. Sure
2: uh, Akihabara the is the place you'd find something like that. Okay, um, for sure. As far as your question before about the manga store and the hentai stores mm-hmm. and stuff like that, they're actually one of the same. I actually went into this multi-level building because I wanted to explicitly find a Japanese One Piece manga mm-hmm. to send to you, Pax. Um, and I
1: got it. It was amazing. It was the first edition. there's was like the first version. Oh, I yeah. loved it. Thank you, dude.
2: But I had gotten lost and I ended up in the hentai. There's a literal couple oh, floors just for hentai. I forget what it's called. don't Dojinshi or something like that like, like a,
1: yeah. yeah yeah the fact that he lives in Japan and he doesn't know that off the top but I do because I live it every day just yeah. shows you how you could be a normal human who lives in Japan and enriches children and lives a great life and you could just be a weird freak who's just constantly into internet darkness like so yes, you so, so, so you
0: fell into the hentai section, like you went through the wardrobe in Narnia. You just kinda L- like looked up and you were like, Oh no!
1: <laughs> it's it's Mr.
0: Thomas. It's,
2: <laughs> it's not just one section for the hentai. There's no. one section for the manga. Every other floor is hentai, and it's separated oh. into different types oh, of hentai. Oh, it's hentai like Pornhub. Like <laughs> oh no, like, It's like uh, world uh, like male hentai. What is it? Is it Yuri or Yui? Yaoi. Yaoi. Yeah. Oh. There's Yaoi floor, there's a Yuri's the other one, right? Yep. There's the Yuri floor. There's just the the hentai floor. There's the sex toys floor. And then there's the manga floor for the boring people.
1: Okay. The (laughs) fact that all legit manga gets one floor but each kink (laughs) has its own level is insane to me. It's
0: not... It is but like what I find interesting is that there is a in acknowledgement of it, you know, because, like, yeah. it, it, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about, you know, sex culture in Japan. I don't. But but what I can tell you is just that, the fact that there are multiple floors dedicated to different genre of hentai versus, like, you, you know, like, hey, uh, you know, if I die, clear my search history in, like, Western films and, like, things like that. I just find that interesting that there is such a lax or more lax compared to, like, America view on you know sex and exploration of that kind of thing am i wrong
2: actually i do know a little bit about this so sex is not necessarily taboo but it's definitely not it's harder to have sex here so for japanese okay. people okay most japanese people stay and live with their parents until they are married when uh, you get married you go and get a new apartment with your spouse how the hell are you supposed to fuck when your parents live with you you so know love the ultimate cock
0: block true they're
2: there are hotels explicitly for sex all across Japan called Whoa. love hotels. You can rent, you can rent a room for two hours for, uh, I don't know the price. I think like forty U.S. or something like that. About depends on like the room, I think, just to have sex in. Hmm. And then that's it. Um. And then like, well, sex is definitely more seen, and all this kind of like hentai stuff and animated sex and all that stuff is like more visible and more pronounced in Japan. Mm-hmm. Sex itself is still like kind of weirdishly talked about like just like in the states like it's not super weird but like maybe some people are a little bit more a little less keen to talk about it than others, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean, we, it's like everybody's their own person.
0: We we did sort of talk about that in a previous episode about how like in in American films and shows we have no problem watching a man be disembowelled and hung by his own entrails, but like the moment like like if it's a woman and her boob accidentally slips out while she's hanging from her entrails, like boom, it's instantly R NC yeah. 17, like it's just insane. Um, well, there
1: is there is pseudo legal
0: prostitution in Japan, which is
1: a interesting thing to say. Have you heard of soaplands, Nick? I have heard of soaplands. Yeah so so Japan has criminalized um and all sex work should be decriminalized we should not be throwing people in jail for selling a, a service like any other but in Japan it is it, they made it criminal and it, it's like one of these weird loopholes like with the dojin thing where um they criminalized compensated sexual intercourse between unacquainted persons in the late 1950s and so the loophole that gets exploited with the soaplands is um That they exploit this loophole where compensated sexual intercourse can be conducted between specified acquainted people. And so the idea being you pay to go to a soapland where customers pay an entry fee to use the bathing facilities and a separate fee for a massage. So while the massage takes place, the masseuse and the customer become acquainted uh resulting in any paid sexual services afterwards not being viewed as prostitution by the law because they've ju- they just were acquainted during that massage 5 minutes ago so we're not strangers anymore and we could pay for the second thing so weird stuff weird stuff
0: okay <laughs> okay okay yeah cool so yeah go ahead Pat. so
1: while soaplands may be the favorite part of japan of some people some people are just going there for the sushi and soaplands, and then you know jumping out nick has some other more wholesome favorite parts about japan so i want you to kind of share some of the things that you shared with me about like what you love most about this country
2: yeah um so one of the top things obviously is the cleanliness that i mentioned before like the fact that i can go out of my house and not see trash all over the place is like i will I did not have culture shock really coming here in Japan. But I think when I do get a chance to come back to the States, I will definitely have culture shock. Mm-hmm. Like because of like just how clean it is, like you know, just, it's a little bit surprising just how much you can keep your area clean if you just if everybody just puts in the effort. Right. Um
1: You said the transit uh, going different places as well?
2: Yeah, so one of the things I miss most about America was actually driving, because I just enjoy driving, but that does not affect me here. I can't drive because United States licenses, blah 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 blah. Um, but the trains, I can take to go anywhere. I took a train to go to Kyoto, Shinkansen, uh, the bullet trains. I took that to go to Kyoto. It took me like Ooh, two hours. That's so cool! Um, I've
0: always wanted to ride one of the bullet trains.
2: It was really nice.
1: Road yeah. right
0: past
2: Fuji, the Izu Peninsula. It was really cool to look out the window. But like even the local trains here. Like I said, it takes me an hour to get into Tokyo. If I take an express train, it's like a half hour. And then, do I want to go all the way to the Chiba Peninsula? I haven't been there yet, but I could take a train there within the day, make a day trip, not hard. Go to Yokohama, go to Yokohama. Yokosuka, where the military base is for America, yeah, I could go there in a day.
0: Wow, so it's very centralized with, with the trains. I mean, you could really just go anywhere you want.
2: I'm fairly sure it's the largest metro system in the I think is what they said
1: I think that that's right and you said that within an hour from your apartment you could go to the mountains for a hike the forest or like the countryside right
2: I can go to the mountains I can go to Kamakura for the beach or I can go to the city all within an hour easy that's, that's incredible that's
1: amazing yeah it's so cool
2: Huh? Uh, this summer I'm really intended on going to climb Mount Fuji this past summer Fuji was closed because of COVID if they open it again this summer I'm really hoping to go I can get to Fuji within two hours
1: wow
0: that's amazing. Yeah. Top of Fuji, w- that's another story, though. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, but that's the whole point, right? That's the whole yeah, yeah, idea. Yeah. Well, that's that's so that's so cool, and and I, I want to know, like, so when you are you know living in Japan, when you're sort of figuring your way through here, and you meet a bunch of different people, you you sort of do, have you found your own behaviors sort of beginning to change, your expectations for what society should be changing um as as you've carried along,
2: no, so like I'm not saying America needs to change. I'm not saying the people of America need to change. should they change, yeah, especially for like global warming and whatnot but that's a whole different conversation um I think you could totally Japan, say
1: we need to change yeah.
2: <laughs> but like do we need to change yeah. as extremely as Japan? Maybe I'm not a scientist, but like Japan has its own negative connotations, but like I'm just not very aware of them because they don't really affect me Mm -hmm. like a lot of people think that it's too forced and you know like you ever see those people who were like dressed like fully goth or like maybe they were like really they they, they definitely stand out like Mm -hmm. they're very standoutish that has been created because of the seriousness of trying of conformity in japan Mm -hmm. people didn't want to be conformed so they went to be this uh goth Creation and that's totally done, and that's totally fine. That's them. Um, I think each culture is their own, and I think they have their own rights of doing the things that they want. But, like,
1: are you running for president? What is with this answer, Nick? This is so
0: difficult. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah.
2: So I don't know. So, I like it, how Japan is cool, and yeah. I'm happy to live here.
0: Yeah, so, to me, it sounds like you, you've really enjoyed your time. It sounds like there are a lot of really, really positive things about your experience in Japan. And it sounds like maybe some of those things are really positive because they aren't here in America, because we don't do these things, we don't behave this way, we don't have these expectations for how people should behave. Um, But it sounds to me as though, at least from what you have told us, and and what you have experienced so far, that it has worked relatively well in Japan.
2: Yeah, for me and my lifestyle, I think it works really well. And I think that that's something kind of like how I've always thought, like, Everybody has their own lifestyle and living ways, but like maybe it doesn't match where you're from. Like if you sure. live in New York City, maybe you're really yeah. loud and boisterous and talkative and like extroverted. Maybe that doesn't match you.
1: Like mm.
2: so maybe I'm not saying people should move to fit, go where they are better, but like if you're open to moving, I think you could definitely try and find towns or even countries that fit you better. And I'm lucky that Japan fits me better. Um,
0: yeah, I've never even considered that. I've always been like, well, I guess I better just uh, figure out how to live in this town with people I don't know, uh, instead of just being like, yo, maybe I should just move to an area with people who have the same interests and personalities as myself. Uh well, you can't do that. You you, you got expectations. It, you got to live in this not, place where you are. You know, it's just
2: like and plus, like it's just not easy for everybody. Like, not everybody has the economic resources to do something like that. Like, sure, I, of course. If it didn't work out in Japan, I would have been really boned. I used all my money to get here.
0: <laughs> but it did, <laughs> it and really here you
1: bone. are. Yeah, um, and I'm so proud of you for making that leap, man. I absolutely. mean, like, I feel ins- I feel inspired hearing that from you because I'm like, yeah, I gotta let me make some substantial changes in my own life to like live a more authentic and you know enjoyable life
2: yeah like i'm still trying to make changes in my life to make myself better and every day but like japan was definitely one of the things that really helped me in my like future uh career prospects and stuff like that and what i want to do as a professional Mm -hmm. uh and as a working force either here in japan or back in the states like i'm glad i went to teaching specifically mostly
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. I f- I feel like that that's that's kind of a, a great message to to leave it on. Was there anything else you uh, wanted to cover, Hal?
0: Uh I was really curious about um you know, what, what what are the youth watching nowadays? I would love since since we are an anime podcast and since yeah, a lot of our viewership, you know, we have um we have a pretty wide <laughs> uh range of 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 viewers, of fellow brotaku's out there. And um it occurs to me that, like, hey, you know, I see a lot of kids when I was, like, in school wearing, like, My Hero Academia t-shirts or, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon or, or you know, all these different shows. And I was curious as, like, in Japan, are there any anime in Japan that are sort of, like, mainstream cartoon network here in America? Um, if there's anything that, like, kids are repping nowadays, you know?
2: Yeah, so, like I said, I work with anywhere kids from two to six years old. My kids are going on to six almost, uh-huh. so like maybe some more mature ones is like reasonable. Like Berserk. Y- yeah, maybe like
0: <laughs> like <more laughs> mature is like maybe like no, no, maybe I like
2: <laughs> I don't know, and I don't know. But, like, no, that no, was totally. But a joke. like w- wait for me get to it. So like yeah, maybe like it, One Piece or Naruto. Maybe like yeah. those kids could be something into something like that. Like it's a little bit like some people die. There's some blood. There's some Uh-oh. combat. Mm-hmm. Six year olds could probably be into that. Like, enter in it. Mm -hmm. No, straight up, there's a two year old who comes up to me and says, Kimitsu no Yaiba, which, if you don't know, is Demon Slayer. (laughs) It's like, I, like, Tanjiro ga daisuki desu. And it's like a two year old, like, would tell the teacher in Japanese the entire plot of Kimitsu no Yaiba, which, like, if you don't know the anime, is like about a boy who gets his entire family massacred on, like, the first episode by freaking demon. And then yeah. he sets out to like kill all demons after that. And it's very gory.
1: His sister Lots gets corrupted. Death. He has to gag her and she lives in a basket on his back. Like it's like. See, I super... definitely thought
0: you were about to say a two-year-old walked up to you and said, I thought, definitely thought. <laughs> I, could <see laughs> I, could <laughs> I could see it. I could freaking see it. And that was the day Dick died.
2: Uh, <laughs> I was just like, oh shit. Yeah, all the kids love it. We have show and tell. um, And we just started a new show and tell. For collections, and one of my girls, who's five years old, brings in this huge bag of Kimitsu No Yaiba plushie characters, character plushies. Wow. There's like, there's Tanjuro, there's Zenitsu, there's Nezuko, uh, Inosuke, she loves Shinobu, like all of that. They all love it that's all they talk about and no. then, like they're 5 and they're I, 2 years old
0: i can't wait for 5 year olds and like 2 year olds to be repping kaijo uh next year i can't wait for no, them to be repping no no
1: no 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 <laughs> uh-uh, no no bad 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 but whoever this this wealthy family is who has like a cool 2 year old who watches demon slayer and they get to live like pretty affluently and happily in japan that's a that's a pretty good life there. Yeah,
2: good. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 not just that family though. It's like all of the
0: kids. Every kid watches Demon Slayer. Every yeah, kid is out much. to hunt down yeah. demons. Like, man, that's that's what I would like. Instead of kids making fun of me because I played with Pokemon cards, you know, I just wish that people had just joined me in my demon hunting crusade yeah. and, and you know spoke to the teachers in such a such a cool way. I just like. Well another I think th-
1: it's good that the children are learning at a young age to kill demons and satanic liberals, I assume.
2: Yes. <laughs> like, no, this girl's pretty to, awesome. To she also, brought, she, also what? she also brought a Pokemon card collection for another show and tell, so like That's cool. Oh and a good one. No, like all the other like all the normal stuff is still there. Like it's just I would have typically expected like the two and three year olds to be into like Duraimon and Ampo Man, which yeah. is like more closely, like, to the Spongebob's of America. Mm. But, nope, me to All the well, kids love Pokemon
1: still. When you Thank shared God. with me something that Hal was saying, you know, like, I totally vibe with getting uh, shit for liking anime when you're a kid. But, like, anime is not just for kids in Japan, right? Like, basically every age group has a show that they could vibe with.
2: Yeah, I would totally say that. I think, like, it's just like in America. Some people like anime. Some people don't. Some people like the animated cartoons that America created. Some people don't. Some people like the live TV series, and some people don't. Just in Japan, there's a lot more anime that you may or may not like.
0: Gotcha. So, like, the kids who, you know, brought Bakugan to school, which was me, um, brought Bakugan to school and got bullied for it, um, like, someone, that would be synonymous with that, would be, like, the kid who wears a SpongeBob t-shirt to school? (laughs) <laughs> and they're like yeah. oh, Spongebob Squarepants and they're like stop stop yeah
1: yeah <laughs> the American version of, of of like bringing like a uh, other cultures like items to school would be like a kid walking in with an AR-15 in <laughs> a Japanese school and being like yeah. all the kids like it in America
2: <laughs> it's actually kind of true uh,
1: amazing no, so you know how
2: like Pokemon is so big even in America like yes you don't like maybe you get bullied for like Pokemon a little bit but like for the most part most people are like yeah Pokemon's freaking cool yeah But, like, Yakugan maybe was a little bit lesser known. So, yeah, maybe, like, more people were like...
0: What is that? Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I, I had a pretty pretty substantial Beyakugan uh, collection in my collection. time. Uh, I don't I don't know, I don't remember any of them now. But uh, well, you I should have
1: been bullied for not enjoying Beyblade the Superior. You know, I had <laughs> yeah, a Beyblade. It I had
0: the Pumpkin King, and, and I never got to use him because nobody else collected Beyblades, and so I just had to sit here with the Pumpkin King and spin it on my tabletop alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to get at. Like in Japan, this is, like anime is just more well known by everybody yeah it's like you can understand it immediately like obviously it's in their language it's immediately mm-hmm. understandable and it's more like live broadcast on tv mm-hmm. for them like as opposed to us when we were growing up if you wanted to watch naruto you better be up watch saturday night to watch to watch yeah. Tsunami. if you want to watch pokemon you better be up saturday morning to uh-huh. watch uh cartoon networks is that a... Do they have a segment for that i don't even know but like you it better
1: did. be up saturday in the cold. morning they had it with Code Lyoko, baby. Yeah, the Code Lyoko. Lyoko. Yeah. I actually
2: recently rewatched that. Apparently
0: it's that like was like the French. original short art online, man. Code Lyoko. Oh. Does yeah, Code Lyoko so, hold up, Nick?
2: Uh, I just watched it. I think it was on Netflix. In Japan. Japanese Netflix. But it was originally a French anime, I think.
0: Oh, really? Animation. Oh, cool. I, uh, cool. I, I work with a... <laughs> one of the other people who work at this coffee shop is... He's 16 years old. And I was like, you know, Code Lyoko. Uh, and he was like, Noah, what? He was like, like, and I was like, you know, cold, cold the Dude, you no. Know? <laughs> yeah, they're like, dude, you're pretty lame. You're old. And I was like, no, I'm not. No. I do a lot of whining, uh, you know, just overall. I just whine a lot about things that, that other people don't relate to. Uh, and I think that's my draw, you know?
1: yes yeah absolutely you age like a fine wine <laughs> <Yes>. one might say <laughs> i got oh you i got my God, you bro <laughs> my <voice so> much. <laughs> oh dude i i uh, i'm so excited and i'm just so grateful to just the magic of technology that like i'm here talking to like a, a, an old friend and my co-host and you get to meet nick and that right now it's morning over there it's it's cold night here and yet we can all come together and chat and talk anime and life i don't know it's just thank you both for being here it's just like right. It makes me really yeah, happy. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and I think what's really cool is that the three of us are all just sitting here having a conversation. But like, you know, all everyone watching right now is just going to be like, "Hey, look at these three dorks talking about anime in Japan and, 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 and being lame." Man, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Brotaku's,
1: yeah, like are, like here. the listeners of Brotaku's anime club. Are You're judging like, us. <laughs>
0: They're like, <laughs> "Well, look at these fucking weeb's." Uh, <laughs> but but that brings me to. Um, to all of, all of our fellow talkers out there, um, everyone, you know, Nick is an incredible guy. Uh, we loved having you on the show today, Nick. Thank you so much for joining yeah. us and for sharing your, your experience of living in Japan with us. Uh, I'm sure Pax and I can't wait to come and, and, and harass you and, yeah. and get the Japanese stare because we're, we're loud and, and ignorant and, and we no, don't know what's know, going
1: okay. on. And we normally do plugs. So if you're a two year old in Japan, go to go to Nick Nick's place. He'll of, teach you. Find he'll it. teach you good. It, he'll teach. Yeah, he'll he'll be American and male and, and uh, young. He'll, he'll hit all
0: three yeah. checkpoints. Yeah,
1: you could tell him about all the shows about serial killing demon slayers yeah. that you watch, and it'll be amazing. But um,
2: Just use English if I steal your lunch.
1: Yeah, but you've, been, <laughs> but you've been so generous with your time, man. Thank you so much for coming on.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It was great talking to you again. It was really nice meeting you, Al.
0: Oh yeah, it was so nice meeting you too, Nick. And and for everyone out there, every all of our bro talkers out there, thank you all so much for listening and watching today. Uh, if you liked what you heard, what you saw today, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcasting site. Um, you know, it, it really, really makes a difference. We love having these, we love having these episodes. We love talking to you. We love having guests on every review counts. It really does make a difference. Uh, and also check out our new YouTube channel, uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. We've got Paxa. a Twitter, we've got a Twitter. Facebook page. We've got Archibuque. all kinds of stuff out there. Lots of ways for you to contact us, talk to us. Um, you can email us at, um, uh, PaxLillen at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we have a Brotakus Anime Club channel on YouTube. We search up at Brotakus Anime Club on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, we're there for you. Hit us up. Tweet at us. Talk to us. We want to hear from you. Um, and uh, both are currently in the works. They don't look super pretty yet, but we're, we're going to get on that. And we're super excited about putting out more video content, because you can see us now. Uh, so, for all you lovely they's and gentle them's, uh, I'm Hal, I'm Pax and we're the bro takus thank you everyone so much and have a lovely day slash night
1: Mm -hmm. see you next week y'all
0: bye